I'm Bridget Fennessy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the weeks of July 5th to July 17th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Welcome to the show. (laughs) We missed you out there in the internet webs and whatever. We had a nice break. We all needed it. I hope you guys all got caught up on your life. Please subscribe to Phetasy.com if you want to support the show. That's the best and easiest way you can support us. You also get the unedited version on Sunday. And then hopefully someday I'll have AC and there won't be sweat dripping down my back crack. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe if you subscribe, Bridget will send you her butt crack sweat. It's going to be more than $50 a year. (laughs) But I will ship you my butt sweat. (laughs) For ten thousand million dollars, we're gonna go with butt crack sweat. We might as well get some millions out of it. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the sweat that's been in my butt crack deserves at least ten thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, by the way, in case you hadn't noticed, we have a new editor who can do crazy stuff like this. That's on you, Andy. Come up with something awesome. Andy, that's on you. Good job, Andy. We love it. (laughs) Great job, Andy. No pressure. (laughs) So enjoy. We're turning this little shim-sham operation into something just a couple of steps up from a shim-sham operation. We also had a real writer's room with more than just three people. Oh, yeah. Stepping up our game big Stepping time. up our game for you. Watch viewers. out, Emmys. <laughs> After we got snubbed. <laughs> Again. All right. Here we go. Troll in exile. Trump sues big tech. I love Trump so much when he is in his full Trump mode and he decided that he was going to sue big tech and give a press conference because it's the only time that he gets attention anymore. He has to keep having rallies and press conferences. A major class action lawsuit against the big tech giants. I love the idea of Trump just alone in an AOL chat room. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's funny. He was naming all the people and the companies and then the people of the like the presidents and the heads of the companies. And of course, he stumbled all over the name of the Google founder. Sundar Puche and Jack Dorsey. And he gets, he slows down and says it like through his boomer Trump brain <laughs> that like <laughs> cannot process anything that's not American. I felt like he was just going to keep going too. Like, I'm going to sue Tom from MySpace. I'm going <laughs> to sue John McAfee. <laughs> Morpheus, have you heard of him? I'm going to sue him. In the Matrix, <laughs> that guy gonna sue Napster. He's just writing speeches in the cuck videos on Pornhub. He knows that's where his audience is. <laughs> this is where I know my audience is. I I do a really great Trump impression. Make Orwell fiction again. Biden calls for door to door vaccine push. This is just creeptacular. I'm sorry. I don't approve of this. It has the vibe of trying to proselytize. You know, there's like the... (laughs) Have you heard the good word of our Lord and Savior, Dr. Fauci? He's the Savior of us all. You must get the jab. 
Have you accepted Dr. Fauci into your heart? Have you accepted Moderna or Johnson & Johnson into your heart? <laughs> into your body. <laughs> we have it right here. We just so happen to have someone down the street waiting in a van with a bunch of jabs for you. They have like little American flag thin ties instead of the little black ones. Or it reminds me of like su- selling vacuums, like the Kirby vacuums, and they'd come to your door and then they'd they'd be like, "Hey, we're gonna clean your house." Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ah! stab you and run away. <laughs> That's what's exactly what's happening. <laughs> An exact reenactment. reenactment of what's happening. <laughs> so don't answer the door when they knock on it. And then they said something weird about in the the news clip that they showed. They had the, they were like, oh, a couple of people got them. It's why volunteers with Action NC are going door to door to give the facts on the shots. It's not confrontational. It's not like you've got to get the shot. But our whole job is to dispel those type of myths. It didn't, a few people, it sounded like two or three people got uh-huh. the vaccine of all the people they were knocking on the door. Uh-huh. They'd be like, get the f out of here with this shit. Legal drug dealing. Health department. Have you been vaccinated? We're coming for you. Just gonna stick it in. Just hold still. Let me stick it in. It won't hurt. It won't hurt. It's okay. <laughs> if you let me do it, I'll buy you a french fry from Shake Shack. Ew. <laughs> That's what Cuomo probably said. I remember. <laughs> I try not to remember these things. I feel like this entire week has just been the government openly admitting they're spying on all of us. It's not even hidden anymore, and we have no privacy, and not, and it's all because of misinformation, a uh-huh. vague term that they never define, and... I'm like, oh, well, that escalated quickly. We've been off for two weeks, and when we were looking at the board this week, we were like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like, welcome to China. That's their, that's two their weeks bread off. and butter. This is what happens. Misinformation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And communism. This is what happens when we take two weeks off of dumpster fire. America slips into communism. <laughs> I'm going to start just spreading misinformation like HPV. <laughs> Because that's why right is an American. <laughs> All over the place. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Make sure you tell all of your friends about us before we're disappeared by the government. Then we have sprained my eyes. Texas Democrats leave the state in an effort to block GOP voting restrictions. These f-ing clowns, honestly. First of all, my point about this is that I think both sides probably have some good points and reasonable grievances when it comes to what we're actually talking about. Mm -hmm. But only one side is acting like toddlers as well as like some civil rights heroes (laughs) because you can't drive through vote. I can see both sides of this argument, but then they get on these planes. They're private jets. None of them are wearing masks. Just to remind you, plebs, that you need to wear a mask while you're on the plane, but they don't have to, so they're better than you. Drinking beers and, like, flying off to D.C. so that they can, you know, break the quorum. And they were sending the most ridiculous, self-owning tweets you'll ever see in the entire world, like the one that Gene Wu sent, where Mm -hmm. he was saying, my first meal is a fugitive. (laughs) Ridiculous. 
And then there was that other one that was super long. They were acting like they were like going off to war. No, literally, these people <laughs> thought these people thought that they were coming back from Normandy. <laughs> right, dearest Martha, I write you today from a private jet hangar somewhere in Memphis. The options for food were limited. I was rationed a Caesar salad, and there was no Coke Zero. I was forced to drink Coors Light instead. It was a sad day for America. I will persist, though, and survive this hardship. I shall carry on. Okay, this was one of the tweets. <laughs> we left behind our families, our livelihoods, and our beloved Texas. But our sacrifice is nothing compared to the sacrifices brave Americans have made throughout history to protect the sacred right to vote. That was James Tallarico. Parody. I mean... You got on a private jet and flew to Washington. <laughs> oh, we left behind our families, never to see them again. <laughs> we left behind our families as we boarded a private jet and posted Instagram stories about how we were guzzling beers. Our mm-hmm. livelihoods. Isn't this your f- job to yeah. go vote? <laughs> we shall overcome. Isn't the rule like you you use the vote to try and make things happen? This is just childish. I can't. I and can't. then they started singing, we shall overcome. We will overcome. We will overcome. Yeah, this is a group of people who would butcher the happy birthday song. <laughs> This is embarrassing. They're making fools of themselves and think they're heroes. It's it's mediated. It is this is what yeah. mediation has done to all of us. Uh-huh. I shall post all of my social media about my brave sacrifice I'm making. Performative politics. Yep. Everybody's a, it's a everybody's a freaking Instagram politician now. Mm-hmm. So gross. Ugh. Our sponsor this week, as always, is sheathunderwear.com. We are so grateful to Sheath Underwear for sponsoring this show. They are an amazing company. It was created by an Iraq war veteran who came up with the idea that he needed to keep his parts separate from his legs and dry when he was out in the desert. The male boxers are spectacular. They have a revolutionary dual pouch system that you put your big old manly balls in and then it keeps it separate from the legs. And there's another separate pouch for your genitalia and your junk and your winky. Not only that, they make a woman's line now and it is sold out because of you. We sold it out. So get on the list and they're making more. The stuff is amazing. I wear the sports bras. It's modal fabric and they have nice booty shorts and it's super comfortable when you're traveling in the summer. It keeps you nice and dry and your pH balance. I cannot say enough about their whole line and I need more. Go to sheathunderwear.com and use the code dumpster for 20% off your entire order. And there's a link in the description below. I'd like to thank my friend Dave Yates, who helped us in the writer's room. He makes this awesome hot sauce. Ha ha hot sauce. It is delicious. I use it on everything. I can't afford to pay Dave, but I can promote him and tell you to buy his hot sauce. So go to hahahotsauce.com to get some of the best hot sauce you will find just for everyday use. And check him out at Yates Comedy. Follow him, please. Thank you for supporting him. What's next? All right. The patriarchy is so crafty. Oh, God. New emojis feature a pregnant man and a pregnant person. Wait, what? A pregnant person? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
a like un- the non-binary. Yeah. Oh, Jesus with slightly Christ. longer hair, but still above the shoulders. <laughs> but it's it's very like it's very gender neutral. I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Women. I'm sorry. I can't. It's fine. It's fine. I'm gonna talk myself down off the ledge. It's fine, Bridget. <laughs> This emoji was like setting conservatives on fire, which always cracks me up whenever they go like, what, what, what? But it is so ridiculous. Like we are through the looking rest. It's in the rabbit hole that goes to another rabbit hole. I don't even know where we are. And by the way, no dumpster fire. You give us a pregnant man before a pregnant man. A pregnant man. Before a dumpster fire emoji? How dare you? A bunch of dads have mom bods now. (laughs) (laughs) Are we allowed to use this emoji after we ate too much barbecue? It's like me after seven tacos. That was me during the quarantine, just getting fat, no with a mustache because I couldn't get waxed. (laughs) This is me with a food baby in the middle of the quarantine. How's your quarantine fatness going, America? Huh? Now you have an emoji for it. <laughs> Maggie's just shaking I just, her head. I, I mean, I know you were talking about it last night. Someone was like, oh, it's representation. I was saying it. It's like, helpful. I get it. I just am wondering, like, how many pregnant trans men are there out there? Like five. Like five. <laughs> right. Two of which we've covered on Dumpster Fire. <laughs> no, it's maybe more than five, but it's a, it's a very small That's percentage. Small. And that's the thing. It's like, okay, yes, you, we want to be inclusive and whatnot, but how much of this is just pandering? There are more little people than there are pregnant trans men or whatever, and so... do we? Is But is that offensive to have a little person icon? I don't know. Well, I feel like they should get one if there's a pregnant man. <laughs> I'd be mad. Yeah. Where's the representation for the little people? I'm not sure you can call them little people anymore, but... I think that's the correct term. If you're going to pander, you have to pander to everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. I I just think, like, I I feel like I'm losing my mind. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rainbow dildo butt monkey teaches children how to read. <laughs> we live in the dumbest times ever. We have more of everything than anyone could ever hope for in the history of mankind, and this is what we're doing with it. Where's that emoji? Where's the rainbow dildo butt monkey emoji, huh? (laughs) Representation matters. I guarantee you there are at least three people out there who are like, yeah, this is what I identify as. (laughs) All right, so this... How do you write a joke for this? This this joke stands on its own. This creature showed up... At a like children's reading hour at a library or something like that, it yeah. was booked as one of three performers, and showed up with like a dildo between its legs and, and nipples, like, nipples and butt and exposed, butt. and yeah, butt like chaps. I don't know. Is the butt monkey named Rainbow Dildo? I don't think so. I think this is the name that the media gave it because I don't think the library was like, we did not mean, we did not realize what we were booking. So it was probably, it could have been like the reading Rainbow Monkey. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. What kind How of do you... reading rainbow is that? They said that that was a carnival act, though. How do you not know what yeah, you're they booking? Yeah, it from a carnival company. It was a carnival company that used to put on carnivals. Then they got shut down or they stopped doing them. And it really sounds to me like this was some long, elaborate pedo organization disguised as a carnival act that got shut down. And then they decided they had to, like, go to the source. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> nobody could come to their stupid, weird carnivals anymore. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? We're going to teach kids how to read. <laughs> Why would you? What are you thinking when you're putting the dildo on to go teach children to read? What are you thinking? <laughs> you're like, yeah, all right. Getting ready to go put some uh, learning in some kids' heads. <laughs> Gotta put, put my dildo on. Gotta put my crazy monkey costume on and with my butt and nipples exposed, if they're real nipples, and then strap on my dildo and the children are waiting. <laughs> what? I'm starting. I'm going to be Q. I'm queuing on. <laughs> I'm queuing on now. This is what's going to happen. This is what happens when you let Antifa teach children. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pedo. You've got to be. Who's like putting that on to go Read to the kids. Uh, a sicko. A fucking sicko. Yes. I'm king shaming you for putting on a dildo to go teach children how to read. Keep it in your pants, rainbow dildo, bat monkey. Then we have never woken up. <laughs> God. Shark advocates call for rebranding violent attacks as interactions. This could have been sprained my eyes. Interactions. This is akin to... Person's experiencing homelessness. <laughs> the shark was experiencing an appetite. And by the way, I learned something. Sharks are categorized as fish, which seems pretty unfair to the shark. And now I understand why sharks are eating humans, because I would be pissed if I was a shark, and I was in some category with these loser little fish. <laughs> he had to turn to somebody like named in the bike club or something. Yeah, yeah. it's a shark club. interaction. Survivors are in a club <laughs> called Bite Club. <laughs> Not club. to be confused with the people who thought they were bit by vampires. <laughs> There's a or the ones fighting over that. I identify as vampires. Named to bite me, and they're they're very different. <laughs> There's a branding war going on. <laughs> There's Bite a club. war between the wannabe vampires and the shark attacks. Survivors. Not attacks, Maggie. Interactions. interactions. And then a poor guy died after his interaction. He was like drunk and peeing. Peeing in the water. He was only waist deep. And then the shark got his hand in his winky. Butt. Probably his <laughs> winky too. That's what happens when you take a piss on a shark's lawn. <laughs> California. Okay. L.A. County reinstates indoor mask mandates regardless of vaccine status. Karen! I can't believe it. This is an outrage. They're going to shut us down. They're back in Hollywood making movies because of us. I'm on the phone with every studio at night. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. We're creating thousands of jobs, you motherfucker. And you... Don't you ever do it again. I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. We're the future of this fucking industry. If I see it again, Karen, you're fired. Put your fucking mask on. Conspiracy Corner with Sammy Flaps and Folds. All right, Sam. Sam. What's going on on Telegram? What are you hearing? 
from the your election, proud voice. <laughs> the election was probably stolen, <laughs> at least in Georgia. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't say. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Because we made quite a prediction here on Dumpster Fire. I feel like we're two months away from finding out that the election was stolen. <laughs> Reports are coming back that Fulton County election officials should be fired because they've scanned a few hundred ballots at least twice. Are these the ones they moved to the woods to count or whatever? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I guess we'll never know the truth. I think they came back and said the Arizona one was fine, but Georgia, there's some weird shit going on there. I don't know. It's never going to end. We're never going to be out of this loop. We're never going to be out of the 2016-2020 loop. Nope. We're never going to escape 2020. Mm -hmm. It's just, (laughs) it's going to be like lost. Not until- we need to go back! (laughs) (laughs) Not until 2030, and then by then, it'll be too late. The moon will be wobbling, (laughs) and we'll be under an agenda. We'll be eating bugs. (laughs) 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 proof we're living in a simulation (laughs) wobbling moon will cause devastating worldwide flooding in 2030s nasa warns (laughs) more importantly what's it gonna do to my astrology chart because i'm a little concerned about what a wobbling moon is going to influence not only just my mood, but also what's it going to do to our cycles, ladies? Because when there's a big-ass close super moon and, like, high tides, you definitely feel it in the flow. Uh-huh. Is it going to be, like, a wobbling flow? All the women in the world sink up. Yeah, it's, it's just one unified moon sink. We're, like, activated. <laughs> That was the periods gushing. Women! Maybe Bill Gates is shooting dust at the sun to distract from the fact that he started the moon wobbling. (laughs) All right, then we have a new category, important stories we're ignoring. (laughs) Hey, kids, I can be a TikToker too. All right. This situation in Hong Kong is deteriorating. South Africa is on the verge of becoming a failed state with massive civil unrest after their former president was arrested. (laughs) Haiti is also collapsing after their current president was assassinated. Australia is under lockdown again and protests are on the streets. The French are protesting against mandatory vaccines. Iran tried to kidnap a journalist in the United States. Canada is burning. Germany is flooded and people are missing. Parts of the Amazon are emitting more carbon dioxide than is absorbed. Cubans are protesting against their communist government, and the Pacific Northwest heat wave killed more than a billion sea creatures. Well, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Well, I've got my body armor on, but where can a girl get some ammunition around here? (laughs) Siri, what is the best tactical shotgun available in California? Dumpster diving. What's next? In the dumpster. (laughs) The first stand-up comedy special written entirely by bots exists in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage a comedian. 
Oh, Dane Cook has a new special out? I had no idea. <laughs> this is Yakov Smirnoff 4.0. <laughs> is it bad that this is better than anything I've written in the past six months? <laughs> I am now so old my birth certificate is death certificate. <laughs> I feel like this is how we feel our audience feels about Dumpster Fire. Versus what Dumpster Fire actually is like. Then we have Kraft has officially made mac and cheese ice cream. Oh my God, this is hilarious because they took the poorest food and they made it artisanal uh-huh. ice cream, which is just something gross. It should be like Kraft mac and cheese, Kraft with a C. Uh-huh. I bet Nancy Pelosi would eat this ice cream. It's she- like $12 for a freaking pint. Wow. You can get 12 Boxes of mac and cheese for that. Crap. 24 if there's a sale. (laughs) Yeah. With the two for one. I love that it was made in Brooklyn. This is like the final piece of gentrification. They're like, take the poorest food and make it an artisanal ice cream. (laughs) They thought it was the lofts, but oh no, it's craft mac and cheese. Brooklyn is officially gentrified. Only hipsters in Brooklyn would make this shit. And then we have Breaking Bridget. White House is compiling a list of Facebook users to prevent the spread of misinformation. This is terrifying because they're just brazenly talking about how a private company is now in cahoots with the government about what you can and can't say. Uh huh. It's one thing when a private company just decides to make those decisions on their own. But when they're working with the government, that brings up all kinds of First Amendment rights issues. Uh And it's terrifying. The definition of private and public coming together is usually representative of this little thing called fascism. This is what I mean. This escalated so quickly. I don't understand. It's like we're six months into this administration. Uh Six months. And they're openly laughing about how they're just going to censor these 12 people who we feel are the biggest spreaders of misinformation. And then when there's any pushback at all, like the Fox reporter who pushed back, information that is traveling is inaccurate. Our biggest concern here, and I frankly think it should be your biggest concern, is the number of people who are dying around the country because they're getting misinformation. She was like, I'm sorry. Our concern is that people are dying, and that should be your concern. This is a false choice. You shouldn't have to choose between your constitutional rights and people dying. Like, that is not... The way this works. Mm-hmm. It's a binary, it's a false binary that they're creating. And who fact checks the government exactly? We're mm-hmm. gonna put them in charge of this to be the arbiters of what information is. These organizations that massively botched all of this from the whole time from the Trump administration to the Biden administration to the WHO to the CDC to Fauci who got shit wrong. And it's Orwellian because they say we're gonna fact check based on misinformation what's misinformation oh it's whatever the guidelines are the sciences at the moment yeah so you can just change it as at will and in this context you need to define exactly what misinformation is for us specifically what is the minimum thing that you do in order to get booted off one of these platforms for example how do you get put on a list 
How do you quantify it? Is it measurable? If there is a line, we need to know where it is, what it is, and how you quantify that. Not just this vague term misinformation that you can use for anything, because by that definition, it could be somebody who doesn't necessarily agree with climate change science. It could be somebody who doesn't agree with the fact that there are more than two genders. There's all kinds of science out there. This is fucking terrifying. You're basically saying if you don't agree with our narrative, and in fact, if you even question it, we get to shut you down. It's yeah. crazy. There's this term like anything that threatens the public. Mm-hmm. Any so that is this the line? Anything that threatens the public? Like what? What is threatening the public? How is that defined? Because you could say that about the automobile industry. You could say that about. Big Pharma. You can say that about freaking... This show. (laughs) We're all on a list. (laughs) What is going to get the government to come after you? The other thing that breaks me is the number of people who are carrying water for this. All I want people to imagine themselves doing is how they would respond if this was coming out of Trump's mouth. It would be wall-to-wall coverage this is nazi germany we are slipping into fascism and it's true the journalists would be patting themselves on the back and now we're going to get shut down and instead all of these people are plotting this and telling everybody like us who's pushing against this that we want people to die basically oh you just obviously you don't care you that is this is the same playbook they use with the trans kids where they go oh do you want a dead daughter or a son that's alive this is the classic playbook how many people can we sacrifice well no people people die we make these these kinds of trade-offs all the time every time we get in our car we're making a trade-off People are smart enough to evaluate their own risks. And by the way, with a pharmaceutical company that has no check on them, nobody can sue them, and now in cahoots with the government that's pushing this on everyone, I don't blame citizens for pushing back and asking questions, and they have every right to do that. I love how they've just just skipped the vaccine passport, and they're going directly to censoring anyone who disagrees with them. Oh, we'll just skip right over that since that wasn't popular. And now we're going to do this thing that we know we can get away with because we've gotten away with it with Alex Jones and we've gotten away with anybody that we position as evil because they've created this false binary where it's good versus evil. And in the face of evil, you can justify doing anything. The ends justify the means. Mm -hmm. Saki said something about how, well, if you're banned on one social media platform, why are you allowed to be on the other ones? You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. So now the government is saying, if you get banned by a private company, why are other private companies allowing you on their platforms? Like, this is insane. 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 Anyone carrying water for this. Like, I have joked about, I try to stay very reasonable, and I've said that if anything in the past five years, I've really had to look at what hills I'll die on and what things, where are the lines for me. Um, I will always say boys and girls are different. And I'm sorry, that's just, as far as we know, that's the truth. (laughs) And has been for millions of years. That's a hill I'll die on. The other hill I'll die on is free speech. You, We have nothing without free speech. This is not free speech. You questioning something on Facebook and then getting kicked off the platform because the government said, oh, that's misinformation. And by the way, YouTube and Twitter and everyone else, you need to kick this person off too. 
How is this not terrifying to everybody? Yeah. yeah. And then Biden said that, you know, that Facebook was killing people. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, it really, look. A, I mean, I have been joking about how Facebook is an online nursing home for a long time. So fair enough, Facebook is killing people. But B, this type of rhetoric is inexcusable. Yeah. You cannot say that. That justification could mean anything that anybody says is killing people. That is terrifying. That would mean us joking about something. Jokes about, you know, anything are literally violence and you're killing people. No, no. No, 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 no. No. I feel like that in Get Out. No, 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 If you are okay with this, we are not on the same page at all. The government, they're going to determine this stuff? Like, what's misinformation? Yeah. The like, Iraq war? Weapons of mass destruction people are going to tell us what's misinformation. You're the government of the United States. Like, all we do is get propaganda all day. No, I don't give a who's in the White House. Nobody should be doing this. This is terrifying. This, like, chills me to my soul. Watching people defend this, I'm like, how can you defend this? How can you defend this and know anything about history? I'm going to lose my mind. Buy guns and ammo. (laughs) <laughs> and body armor and body armor we need some prepper companies and, yeah, to uh, sponsor our if you're a prepper company and you want to sponsor us we've got a load of preppers that are in our audience just in general that's the type of people that watch this show and uh we would love to get some sponsors who align with our values which is preparing for the inevitable show that's coming Here's some Internet is Glorious to try and distract you from this absolute horror show that is the unfolding, unraveling of America. 4th July, 4th July, 4th July, 4th July, happy, 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 happy holiday, very, very, very good holiday, American business, American business, Mario Total, very, very top, Mario Total, very different. I'm built different. Fantasy News. We had John McWhorter on the podcast two weeks ago. John is brilliant. Please check it out. If you are not aware of John McWhorter, you should be. He's one of the most important voices, I think, in America right now. The next podcast was La Ropa. They are a young, hip, up-and-coming streetwear brand. You can see their clothes on people like Jake Paul, Bella Hadid. They're two young kids with a crazy story about being homeless and starting this brand. And they're just a little refreshing, uplifting bit of joy. So check that episode out. Please subscribe. Dumpster Fire is a podcast. So you can definitely subscribe on Spotify. We're approved there. And we're waiting for the approval from our other overlords. Look for it. Sign up. Subscribe. Give us five stars. Write reviews. Tell all your friends. We are going into the podcasting world. It's listed as Dumpster Fire with Bridget Fetissey. And you know the logo. So yes, you do know the logo. Because you buy our merch at 
BridgetFetacy.com. Sign up to Fetacy.com to get the unedited version of this show early every Sunday. You get a full hour instead of a half an hour. It's an amazing community. We do workouts. I dance with a bunch of the chicks. We do dance cardio to get pumped up for Dumpster Fire. It's a whole community. They're, they're meeting up in New York. They're meeting up in the Pacific Northwest. They're meeting in the Midwest. Like The Fetacy community is the sh- So get in there and make some friends and get out of your bubble and join us in our bubble. Sign up for my Substack, politicallyhomeless.com. It's been a little quiet because we've been busy, but we've got big plans for that as well as a podcast coming in conjunction with that Substack. So it's free. Sign up. Thank you to you. We love you guys. Our freaking audience rocks. I love you. I miss this show when I don't do it for a week. And I just can't thank you enough for your support, your kind words, subscribing, donating. You can just donate in PayPal if you don't want to subscribe. Thank you to all of our sponsors. We cannot do this without them. They're brave souls. They make this happen. Link for our sponsors in the description below. Please support the people who support us because they make freedom ring. If you want to sponsor us, please email us at weeklydumpsterfire at gmail. Like, subscribe, and comment. Touch my bells and buttons. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for the research and the jokes. Thank you to Dave Yates and Matt Monroe, who joined our writer's room this week. Fun to actually start feeling like a real show. Thank you, Andy Chandler, for editing. We love you. Thank you, Zen Pro Audio, for the mic. We cannot do this without the sound quality being great. And if you have any sound quality needs, go to zenproaudio.com for all of your sound equipment. And thank you, Maggie. Thank you, Bridget. Thank you, Sam. Follow Sam online. She's hilarious. Thank you, B. She's on Instagram and on Twitter. Maggie is only available in the community because she is a force of mystery. <laughs> <laughs> This has been your dumpster fire for the weeks of July 5th to July 17th. I'm Bridget Fettesee. Now make me rich!